I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Batch, bitch, batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. A batch, 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 bitch. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch, bitch, batch, bitch. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch, bitch, batch, bitch. A batch, a batch, batch. Batch bitch, batch bitch, batch batch, a batch bitch, bitch bitch bitch, a batch bitch, batch, a batch bitch bitch, batch bitch. Hello, hello. It's batch bitch, the podcast that you love to love. Um, I'm Naomi and I'm Danielle. <laughs> I really like to flex my muscles with the intros, <laughs> just a little bit, you know, nothing too big. You're great. You've got a perfect radio, like, hosting voice. Thank you. No worries. That's really nice. You're really good at controlling it, you know? Thanks. No worries. Yeah. Um, I feel good about myself. You have a great um, personality. Thank you. <clears throat> <laughs> we are here. We are here, babies. We're at the finale. We did that it. We, are. we made it all the way through um obviously we're gonna speed the f through the actual plot of the episode yes because it was so boring and obviously we only care about what happened at the end um it was really it was really more boring than it usually is because they usually are falling in love yeah (laughs) um but there was just nothing here nope um so they're in new caledonia yep um traveling air callan air callan I don't know. There's always a airline um, mm. sponsor for the last for the finale. Of course, you there's know, always you... a shot of them sitting, getting onto the plane, and sitting in first class. You got to fit as many you know sponsors as you can in. So Amen. makes sense. Save the save the big one for last. Um, and this is when Nick says that his brain is like a dog's breakfast at the moment. Hmm. <clears throat> that makes sense. Um, he meets up with his family. Over in New Caledonia, his um, dad, his sister, and his two brothers. Is that yep, two of his brothers. I think he's – didn't he say he's like from a family of nine? Oh, okay. Two of his brothers, um, his sister Bernadette. We've already met We've already met his dad, one of his brothers, and his sister. Yeah. The, um, the so new brother that we hadn't met in the family episode, I like to call him Hot Daddy Brother. <laughs> and he genuinely – he seems like the type of guy Nick should aspire to be. He was like asking proper questions, <laughs> not ones that are from some sort of weird book that are like <laughs> how to get to know somebody, just like regular human being questions because he obviously he has a wife. Oh, right. um, I was watching with a friend and my friend was like, he is hot. I'm going on his Instagram. My friend also said he was hot. I wasn't yeah. watching with anyone because um, you didn't invite me over. But I didn't watch it at my house. Okay. Whose house did you watch it at? My friend Tom. Tom who? Bitch, bitch. Well, I don't know him. Exactly. Well, he still could have invited me. He knows I have an interest in it, clearly. He said, he was like, so he invited me over 
his friend Ethan and his, Ethan's housemate. So that's three guests. And he was like, because Tom has uh, some, uh, can we edit out his last name? Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, he like gets quite anxious about people. Um, okay. And so he was like, this is the most people I've ever had in my house. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so that's why you weren't invited, okay? Wow. One more person would have been okay. too many, Naomi. And you Oh, so if you didn't have, have a big anxiety personality. Problems. If you didn't have anxiety problems around his house, I would have been invited. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No. Don't lie to me. Exactly. Yeah, I was just saying. I have a big personality. I was just Is saying, it overwhelming to be around me? If you've got anxiety, potentially. I have anxiety you're and I'm overwhelmed by myself. You're a stranger to him. <laughs> well, that's how you make a friend. You start off as strangers. Mm. <laughs> Good point. You win. <laughs> um, he didn't want a stranger there. You usually don't meet strangers in your own house either, Naomi. Well, I do because I'm to really safe nice. space. How often do you have strangers in your house? Every day. <laughs> that should stop. My partner. I don't know who he is. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Um, so he's talking to his family and they're like, oh, Brooke, surely Brooke. Yeah, where's Brooke? Surely Brooke's here. And then they're like, where the fuck is Brooke? Um, and uh, and he's like, like, well, she's not here. We got these other two. We got Sophie and Brittany. And they're like, who's Brittany? And th- then he describes her with um, brown brown hair, blue eyes. Her hair's black. Well, he said brown. I know. Br- brown hair, blue eyes. <laughs> you know. I think. You remember her? <laughs> brown, brown hair, blue eyes. No, I don't know any personality traits or, <laughs> like, other ways to describe her. She's old Hollywood. Extremely tan. Yes. Sponsored by Latan. Brittany isn't tan. Brittany? Have you seen, like, in photos, her legs? Oh, my God. And, like, I was... her hair, her face, in this episode in particular, this episode, her face was so brown. Like, <laughs> I was, like, it was weird to see her, really? like... Yeah, it was weird to see her, like, hairline. She was so bright. Like, she looks... Okay, look at how brown she is in this photo. Look at this tan. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I thought she looked a little bit orange there. You yeah. know, I was, like, Instagram stalking someone today. I found this Instagram account. Something came up on Instagram Discover, and I just saw, like, this picture of, like, a girl who was white, but she was wearing so much tan that I was like, this is blackface. Like, this is just... <laughs> Like, look at that. Oh, no. Like, doesn't that just look... If you if you put your thumb over her face, even though she's got, like, straight blonde long hair, you'd still be like... I'd be like... That's a person of colour. That's Rihanna. <laughs> that's... That's ins- That's oh Rihanna. Oh, my God. Right? That is so fucked. Can you... You need to screenshot that so that we can... Um, that is a screenshot. Is that- and there's another one as well if you scroll. Oh, left or right? Yeah, oh, God. Oh, my God. Her fucking lips look insane. Her lips are so much lighter. Because obviously lips don't tan. No, but then if I was like, you should just wear darker lipstick because you look yeah. insane. She does look fucking insane. But also she should just, just not just wear like, that much tan. She would still she would look so much better with just a bit less tan. Anyway. Yeah, one of the comments was like, are you trying to change your race? And she was like, uh, blame, blame Europe. Like that's, that's a natural not tan. real tan. Get it? Like that's not like, that's not how normal people look. No, no, but like people like that's are, so manufactured and so 
weird because it doesn't look i guess usually when people over tan they look orange but she just literally looks like she's doing blackface yeah it looks <laughs> wrong yeah i'm, <laughs> I'm shocked. sorry yeah i'm shocked by that because that is hot like that person's gone this is good take some photos pop them on the instagram people are gonna love this and it's like yeah. sorry but you are the wrong color for for your like your skin because also she must be like so white to get that brown yeah i don't know i always worry that like if i ever do something like that i'll just be like a little bit more a little bit more and you never know when you're going too far that's what happened recently because you know i tried to do the tan oh yeah and i did a tan and then like a few days later it had had, like worn off my face because obviously you do have like a skin regime yeah obviously so I put some more on my face, but then I was like, I think it's worn off my body a bit, but you've become accustomed to that. And I put it on, and then the next day I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm too br-. – and then I also – that's when I tried to do the thing how um, – you know how I had white hands after I did it? Yeah. Um, I tried to, like, rub it onto my hands, but then I ended up with brown knuckles and brown around my nails. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Never tan again. <laughs> I'm going to get into it, I think. I've been exercising. Oh, yes. Cool. <clears throat> I actually have to do some after you leave. Um, are you going to Skype your sister and do it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been video chat. If you if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen it on my Instagram story. Um, where I'll, Yeah, I, my sister's like big into fitness and I was like, can you help me? I want to do squats because I want to I get a real good butt. <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah, she like video called me and she's wearing like a pink sports bra and some pink leggings and she looked like a Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like workout Barbie. And um, so I've been actually keeping – yesterday was my rest day, but I did it three days in a row. Ooh. And I did – the first day I did like 25 squats. last, And then I did like 40 squats the day before yesterday. I'm really proud of – and then like other like arm exercises and like I planked for like a minute and a half. I'm very proud of myself. That's great. How do you go with leg muscles and stuff? They hurt? Yeah, they did during, but they. she said it would hurt. There was, like, okay. at one point when I was driving and I, like, went to lift my arms up to the steering wheel and I was like, ow, and then I just <laughs> dropped them to the bottom of the steering wheel because I was like, I can't lift my arms right now. What about your leg muscles from the squats? They're fine. They're fine. Yeah. I think I – my sister was surprised that I did 25 on the first try, which is – I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I think I was born a bit lucky and I've been I'm taking like, it for granted because that's pretty – that's pretty naturally fit considering I don't exercise a lot. Yeah. Like I can understand getting like have struggling to do like 10 squats if you haven't exercised in ages. Yeah. I do like I do squats like um I try and I try and remember to do squats every day with like and use the weights or whatever, do a few things. And then like like if I forget for a few days and then I do them again, it is hell for my legs. <laughs> Like the following days after. Or if I like, because I'll do them with weights. Like I'll do the squats with weights. And then if I up the weight with the squats. Oh my God. Oh yeah, no, I haven't done weighted squats. I use weights for the arm stuff, but not okay. not squats yet. But I did, there was one point um, two days ago when I was, I, I was getting through my 40 squats and I was like, oh fuck. And I literally thought about Cass's body. <laughs> 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 and I was just like, there's this recent picture of her like going up a Walking step. Walking out of a with, pool. With like the G-string. Yeah, I saw that. And I was just thinking about her butt and I was just like, come on, Nate, <laughs> you can do this. She's my inspiration. 
that's I uh, hopefully I hope that you can have an insta famous butt and then you can get free trips to Bali and go swimming in pools. Thank you. I don't really want an insta famous butt. I think I just want um I think I want to have a really good funny Instagram, but then every now and then it's a photo like that and you're like, oh, wow, she has all that and she's not even pointing it out. She must have everything. She only points it out once a month? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's crazy. If that was me, I'd be pointing it out every day. But not her. She's just posting funny things, pictures of her and her dog, and then once a month it's just like this smoke show (laughs) and you're like, where the fuck did that come from? It's like she does it on purpose to let us know she's like i got it but also i'm more than that (laughs) exactly (laughs) you've hit the nail on the head um so that's my dream anyway uh all right so Brittany, what are we talking about here Brittany's meeting their family she's too tanned she's far too orange um i did notice that um in hindsight seeing the picture again now i was like she is orange yeah i Um, wrote it down (laughs) I didn't write much down, but I wrote that down. <laughs> uh, Do you notice the dad? The dad, when he saw, he mentioned that he'd hook up with Brittany. No, no, no. He was impersonating Nick. Oh. He said, oh, yeah, I saw you and thought, oh, yeah, I'd hook up with her for a bit. And then Brittany's like, for a bit. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, that's funny because it was for a bit. And you're laughing <laughs> like that's absurd. <laughs> um. So Brittany has a talk to Bernadette and I felt bad because this is what I initially assumed and I literally only realised I was wrong when I was talking when we were like on the podcast. Yeah. That I thought Bernadette was his mum. Oh no, I pointed out that when I was at my friend's house, they were all like, oh, is that his mum? And I was like, no, 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 that's his sister. And they were like, she looks like she's his mum. And I was like, no. (laughs) <laughs> she's his sister because we had that previous episode where we found out she was his sister so you thought in that previous episode that that was his mother yeah but now i'm like oh that's his sister and then on twitter people just kept saying news.com.au <laughs> tweeted hey like honey badger can you give us your mum's skin regime she looks amazing <laughs> <laughs> not the mum oh, you don't want that brutal. regime yeah <laughs> It's like literally the regime is not good. No, you've got the opposite thing here. <laughs> oh, it's so mean. It's but like, also, who cares? It's just age and it doesn't matter if you look a bit older. But yeah. it's just like awkward also, for a news site. Yeah, also if he's, like, research. if he's got like eight or eight siblings or something, then she could just be the oldest by like a long amount of years. Yeah, that's true. She still does look a fair bit older than him. Yeah, she could be like 15 years older than him Like if there's that many siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she could look good for her age. We just don't know what her age is. <laughs> yeah, she's 100. Yeah. <laughs> Still get the skin regime. <laughs> anyway, and then Brit says to Bernadette, I feel like he was made for me. And I'm like, what, what? the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, and tells she tells her that she's in love with him. Yeah. I thought Bernadette, because I don't think Bernadette didn't <laughs> like Brittany. You reckon? Like, because she didn't like Brittany in the other family thing, like when they met up to do it, because she said she she didn't like when women bitched about other women. Oh yeah. And Brittany had bitched about other women, and so I, I think Brittany is concerned about other women, but I don't, I don't think that makes her a bad person because she's just comparing herself to the other women, and that's like this also, is like the situation where you would compare yourself to other women. It's literally a competition, also, like how I compared myself to you in Raw and you won. <laughs> 
I also think we've been taught as women to pit ourselves against other women. From I day disagree. Dot. <laughs> you disagree? Yeah. <laughs> Not based on anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> for sure. Like I, I never like. Yeah, it's sometimes it's even hard not to be mean. Yeah, it's like a thing you got to actively think about to change. Absolutely. Just yeah. another hurdle to get over. You know, what, you know what I love. Sorry, what were you gonna no, say? No, you go. Um, <laughs> was I going somewhere? <laughs> no. It looked like one of those things where you were finding it along the way. Yeah, and then I guess you sub- can see that subconsciously. I was like, I'll just jump in here. <laughs> um. <laughs> I uh, I liked that after this finale, all the women, they were posting on Instagram and they were all like hashtagging women support women. And I was like, that's cute. Yeah, that's nice. I love them. I love women. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Brittany. Oh, God. it's Nick thinks Brittany's so hot and like she's beautiful, but he's just always like, oh, fuck, like looking at her. Yeah, I think Brittany looks like a normal lady who's like had a glam squad. Mm. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, most, I think like most, like a lot of women would look quite similar if they had a makeup squad on site to do hair and makeup. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Also, she's obviously like invested a lot of money in herself. Absolutely. You know, there's no way she doesn't have skin regimes and only uses the best. Oh, yeah. She uses ski too, for sure. I don't know what that is because I'm a povo woman. (laughs) <laughs> well, I've never used it. <laughs> I just know what it is. <laughs> Kate Blanchett is the face of it. No. Because um, obviously she's an angel's beauty. Um, but it's like... I do love Kate $100 for a pack of 10, like, masks, you know, just like sheet masks. And how often do you do those? I don't know. However often you want, but it's, like, fucking expensive. Yeah. Michelle Brazier told me that on two occasions she's been able to fool reps from there into thinking that she buys it all the time to give her a sample of another one but I could never <laughs> get away with that <laughs> uh reps from where from just like the shop I don't know Meyer or something where okay are they? I don't think they have full shop plan but it's Naomi like super expensive plan let's get dressed up in our fanciest attire one day we'll <laughs> curl our hair we'll do our face so we look like sophisticated women we walk into the shops and ask for samples. <laughs> I literally, the only shoes I have are a pair of Nike sneakers. I have these sneakers and these are from Kmart. Okay. Um, nah, this will work. <laughs> That'll be the pot after the Bachelorette's finished. No, I have, I think, no, I, okay, I can't wear those though. I have a pair of high heels that I got for my sister's graduation because I liked the style, but they were too high. And after an hour, I couldn't walk in them. And I also haven't worn high heels in like four years. Me either. Uh, yeah, let's do that. It'll be us on high heels and we'll just be like stumbling like baby giraffes. Excuse me, I'm a business lady. <laughs> Give me all your samples to take to my clients back at the big magazine I work for. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you a southern woman? <laughs> Oh, because uh, they know beauty. <laughs> Duh, they're southern bells. It literally means southern beauty. Oh, shit. Put it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 what do we have here? <laughs> ah, serum. <laughs> 
What do you think it look best on my beautiful edge of skin? You know, I'm 72. <laughs> look at my skin. It's flawless. <laughs> anyway. Um, do you have the timer? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, it is... Twenty minutes. Okay. So, um, whatever. Um, Nick says in front of Brittany and his family. I didn't know it would be this difficult. I thought maybe I'd know straight away. Just in front of her, being like, I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Who knows? (laughs) Do I want to be with you? No idea. (laughs) Well, that's a lot of pressure then for Brittany to be like, fuck. I need to try because also there's no need for him to say that. Yeah. Like he can do talking heads. Yeah. Like to 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 make it so that the viewers at home think that he doesn't know. You know. Yeah. Well, I think that's what they. I think they usually know what they're gonna do, but they obviously make them do a talking head where they're like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do." But I he genuinely didn't know, and he told them all that, which is like obviously they're gonna feel like shit. Yeah. Anyway, then Sophie meets the family. I say Sophie brings out the kid in him. Um, Sophie has a big chat to Nick's hot brother. And then everyone's like, just be with him instead. Yeah. Um, she starts crying in front of Nick's brother. Yeah. Uh, that was Bernadette. sweet. Yeah. The brother liked it too, heaps. Really? He had like a weird crying fetish. He Ugh. was, no, nah, he was, he was just like, um, Oh, I can really see that she cares for him. And I think she comes across as a bit more genuine than Brittany because I think Brittany, like, thinks through everything she's saying before she says it. Yeah. Or, like, like that thing you said about her going to, like, a private school or something and being yeah taught how to speak. Like, Brit- like Sophie's more like, um, fuck. Oh, yeah, I like him. You mean Sophie? Fuck. Yeah, who did I say? Brittany. Oh, yeah. No, Brittany would never do that. <laughs> she would never. Um, and then Bernadette says, I don't see that either one is the full package for him. Yeah. Um, so here's his last date with Sophie. They're on jet skis. Because Sophie always is on a jet ski. Um. Get her on a jet ski. She's a water baby. And then he says, knock, knock. And she says, who's there? And he says, yeah. And she says, yahoo. (laughs) And then I've just drawn a little angry emoji. (laughs) Did you? I don't know when this happened, but he said to Sophie at one point, "I, since I met you, my heart has pumped many beats." <laughs> I'm. I have no recollection of that. He said that, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Is yeah, it's like yes, literally, yeah, your like- heart has pumped. Many beats since you have met. 70, 80 a minute. All of your beats. He would probably have a very low heart rate because he's an athlete. Yeah. Probably 60. Okay. But if he's been doing heaps of like skydiving and doing all of that, then mm. probably that's going to be up a few beats. And then he's running around all the time. Get up to that cardio zone. <laughs> God, he's a fucking idiot. I don't, I don't know how many beats. I can't calculate with all these well, variables. He's not wrong. Let's face it. He's gotten one thing right. He's not wrong. It's just a stupid thing to say. It is. Like most of what he says. Um, And then she tells she tells him that she's falling in love with him. Which, mm. again, what's the difference between I'm falling in love with you and I'm in love with you? I don't know. Um, and then he's he basically says to her... 
Does he say it to her or does he say it off camera? He's like, I don't know who to choose. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think he says it to her, but I do not know. It felt like he was saying it to everyone. Yeah. All the time. I like that they were, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I understand why there was so much kissing, but I also think Nick could have held back on the kissing. Uh, considering yeah, right. that he knew he was going to probably break up with both of them. Yeah, so he goes to Brittany's date. Um, they are in a helicopter and then it takes them to a treehouse. And then they go in the treehouse and then... Sorry, Brittany- did you hear their conversation when they were in the helicopter? Oh, I zoned out. So boring. <laughs> that water's the bluest water I've ever seen. <laughs> that didn't need to be put in there. Why'd you put that in the show? That's they so have nothing boring. else to put in there. What, are they just going to show shots of them sitting in silence? Yes, just have them not talking because that's way worse. Imagine if that was all you had to look forward to for the rest of your life, that type of conversation. <laughs> so they go in a treehouse. <laughs> cutting that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They go in a treehouse. Brittany tells Nick that she's falling in love with him as well. I mean, she doesn't say it like that, but. Um, and then Nick goes, you are the complete package. You know, you're perfect for me, blah, blah, blah. I just don't know if the timelines match. And she's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah, they're both 30. Just proves that he's still a child. Anyway, and she says, I'm just really confused. He says I'm the whole package and I'm what everyone would want. And there's always a but. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Um, and then he's, she's like, what? are you talking about (laughs) like what do you mean she's like oh yeah your energy to move on i want that the doubt is within me it's me on me (laughs) no he said it's me i'm me (laughs) it's me on me i thought he said it's me i'm me no it's me on me makes more sense that he would say it's me i'm me (laughs) none of this makes any sense (laughs) it's me on me like i doubt myself is i think is what he's trying to say there should be like a what a nightmare. there should be Australianism about that, and he'd get it out better. Um, but like he's the also, yeah. All I of want this is after Brittany had said he's that missing little piece and told him you're my reason. You're my reason. You're my reason. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, and then she says. She leaves the date. She's like, imagine pouring your heart out to somebody and then you get nothing back. That's all he's been doing. Yeah. All season. He's done this to everybody. I'm over it. Yeah. God. It's like he... What the fuck? He thinks... I don't understand how he constantly thinks nobody's opening up to him. Right. Is it just because at a certain point they stop giving him compliments and start just asking him questions? And they'll still reassure him. Like, reassure him by saying, I like you. But they stop saying things like, you're cute. (laughs) That's what he wants. He just wants someone to dote on him. That's why, oh, God. At the beginning of this, he's like, I want someone who's independent. I want someone who can challenge me. I don't fucking believe him. I don't think that's what he wants. I think he wants someone to idolize him. I think he likes the idea of having, like, a partner who will challenge him and stuff like that. But I honestly don't think... That that is what he actually wants. Not I, at all. And that's why I think Cass is perfect for him. Yeah, she she wants to adore him. Yeah. And he just wants to be adored. Yeah. So I think they're perfect for each other. I actually hope that they um, end up together and then she sees on her own terms that she deserves more. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't mm. think he'll do – he's not going to support – 
somebody through their stuff as well. He'll be like, well, you're supposed no. to support me. I'm yeah. the star. You're like, you're the don't, haven't you heard that saying? Behind every great man is a strong woman. Yeah, haven't you heard that saying? <laughs> God, don't you know what a relationship is? <laughs> Seriously, you selfish bitch. <laughs> oh, he's so frustrating. Anyway, everyone is just so fucked up about it. And then it's finally the final day. And I was just, I didn't care because I really, I heard the rumors that Britney was going to win this whole time. So yeah, I just too. assumed that was what was happening. And then Sophie steps out first. Obviously, the person who steps out first is the one who's getting broken up with. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew that, but it's usually like, which foot are you going to see? That's usually how it goes. And so Sophie steps out. Um, no one is surprised. When will this be over? <laughs> <laughs> I have so much angst in this. I love The Bachelor, but I fucking hate The Bachelor. Um, so uh, he says, you know, you're a beautiful girl, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not a – he's like, when I tell someone those three words, when I tell you I love you, I want to, like, fully mean it and then I want it to be, like, forever. But he says, I'm not able to wholeheartedly commit to you right now. I'm confused. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's absolutely fine that you can't say I love you because you've been with – like on six dates with some of these women. Yeah. That's normal to not say I love you. You also haven't had any time alone with these people. It's always been cameras around and people around. That's fine. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you can't be like I like you if you like one of them. And I'm sure if you've been <laughs> stuck in a house with people for three months, <laughs> you're going to have a crush on somebody. Because <laughs> if I was a – I'd have a crush on – if I was – Maybe. No, actually, I really hate a lot of people Yeah, and their personalities. Well, but that's why, realistically, if you put 25 random guys in a room with me... <laughs> I'd probably struggle to like one. <laughs> yeah. Imagine me with that many men. <laughs> I'd just be screaming at them. Get away. Be quiet. Stop moshing. Stop moshing. Stop. <laughs> just them trying to talk to me. Stop. Hand in their face. Um. Yeah, it's like... I understand, especially because through casting, they have to look a certain way. They have to be a certain age. They have to be, um, well, at least 90% of them have to be white for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, the odds are pretty high that you won't find the love of your life there. Yeah. But what else is he looking for? Like, they're up his alley. I think, anyway. Well, he had so many different types of women there that he could have chosen. Yeah. And that would all fit into his fucking footy hot girl lifestyle. Yeah. Footy hot girl lifestyle. Footy hot girl. Um, Anyway, he says, at this point, at this time, our journey comes to an end. This is what frustrated me as well. He couldn't make, he couldn't make a definitive statement when he was talking to Sophie he said I'm not able to commit to you right now and then he said at this point at this time our journey comes to an end like it's like breaking up with someone and be like I just need to be alone right now it's like no don't like leave them don't give them like a glimmer of hope yeah even though it's obviously like they know they're being broken up with whatever but like that I hate it when people do these like little caveats because they don't want to I feel like it's the same as, like, people saying sorry in, like, sentences and stuff. It's like, no, just say what you mean. Yeah. You're being honest. And it's it's not a case of politeness. It's like the more honest you are here, 
You're not saving anything by saying anything. right now or at this time. Yeah. Just say, just being a I don't see us having a future together. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't commit to you. Full yeah. stop. Anyway. um, And then Sophie's like, Nick didn't give me much of an explanation. Yeah. At all. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I know, like, you know, you and Britt will be great together. And here's where I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. Are they going to end up together? Because here's another thing is there's like the little talk with Osha and Nick right before he goes up to do his thing. Yeah. Usually at that point is when the bachelor or bachelorette says, I've fallen in love. I'm so happy. And then Osha's like, I'm so happy for you. But this time they didn't do that. And that's when I was like, oh, shit. What's happened? He's yeah. not going to pick either of them. What did he say? Well, it was just very, it's like, the end. nondescript. He's like, how do you feel? He's, like, nervous. And he's like, yeah, good luck. Like, they didn't say anything about I've fallen in love. You know, we're finally here and I can't yeah. wait to tell them I love them. None of that, which is usually what they do. And mm. that's when I was like, oh, shit. And then when she's like, I'm really happy for her at the same time. If it's not me, then I would hope it was someone like Brit. And then I was like, uh-oh. It's, it's not, not going to be Brit either. <laughs> and then, of course... Brit goes up and they build this music. They almost had me fooled again for a second because I'm like, they're building to this crescendo. It's going to be him. But then I was like, oh, no. These sound like the same words that he said to Sophie. And then he breaks up with her Yeah. in like exactly the same way. He says all the same things. He's like, when I say I love you, at least script it a little bit yeah. differently. My God. For just for TV's sake. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to hear it again. <laughs> And then, yeah, he breaks up with her. He does mention Sophie. He's like, you or Sophie. And yeah. then she's a bit like, mm. huh? Um, And then she, like, walks away. And then he says, <laughs> the last thing he says to her is, thank you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> what the She, she fuck? didn't get to share anything. <laughs> she shared him with all the other women, I guess. Jesus Christ. When he said, but, I was just like, yeah. I was so happy because like, I'm like, they all deserve better than this. He's given them nothing. Yeah, like I understand he's a shit, he's been a shit cunt. But I'm annoyed at the fact that like, like what I'm annoyed with is not the fact that he didn't pick any women. I would be quite happy if he didn't pick any women if he had have committed to like talking to them and learning about them and properly engaging with them. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, you just sat there for this show and got upset when women didn't talk to you and ask you. Because you're so used to being the centre of attention mm-hmm. that you never need to start the conversation. You never need to engage with people. People just always engage with you. And you're not willing to do that for these people. And then you get upset when they won't open up to you. Yeah. Like you're not giving anything to this process. Yeah, he was literally like perform monkeys. Made yeah. all these women bend over backwards. Some literally, Dasha. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, Dasha. Um. Just great. making all these women do these things, like just like tear themselves apart emotionally. Yeah. Fucking drag Cass through the mud for yeah, however long. Like made these women go through all this turmoil. How many of them fucking cried? Yeah. And now like, and then it's just like, eh. but it's like. You didn't have to make them do all that. No. It's like he was like, oh, this doesn't seem to be, I don't seem to be connecting with any of them. I better just push them harder to fix it for me. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) No. Stop. No, Nick. 
No. Yeah, I don't understand why. You know what? It, he should have done more of those conversation cuts. Yes. More of them. I don't know. It was upsetting because it was like, yeah, the only time he ever felt like he was connecting with people was when they asked, like, gave him compliments or when he thought they had a soulful look in their eyes mm. and they brought peace to him. Oh, my God. Yeah, she brings a sense of calm. It's like, you know, that's just sometimes women sit in silence. <laughs> We're not constantly yammering. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike him. I just, I I can't believe someone can expect so much of other people and give them nothing. And that's why, okay, so he's broken up with both of them and then we see Brit in the car. Yes. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, fuck, we're breaking format. Like, usually when they're standing, they're standing there, like, kissing or, you know, looking at the ring. Um, so that's why so they always have a ring. So he had a ring, but obviously that was just to throw us off. Yeah, I mean, um, it had pink stone. I was like, what the fuck? Is that supposed to be some sort of, like, promise ring? Usually that's what they do. Uh, it's a promise ring. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. Okay. You can propose, but um, they that would be insane if you proposed. You've been on six dates. Well, that's what people do in America. They what usually the like most of the time they propose, which is um, insane. I, America's the- a bit more, I think, traditional. Like you know, they're more religious. Oh yeah, they're more so like, for like to appeal to an audience. You want to sort of appeal like they'd never dick out of. I think it's just more the marriage. norm there. They'd never dick out of marriage. <laughs> dick out of marriage? <laughs> well, I don't know. In the American Bachelor, they do dick before the end of the show. They fuck in the show. Really? I think it's like the top three. The top three fuck? The top three have the option to fuck, obviously. Fuck to g- they're not <laughs> the obliged to fuck. The top three have the option to well, fuck. Well, they're not obliged to fuck. <laughs> but they get they have like an overnight date. I should really watch a full season. Do you know, after I watched this, I watched, because this was, like, amazing, I watched, um, well, the last 10 minutes, uh, I watched the finale for the American um, Bachelor from this year because I heard it was just amazing um, with Ari and it was just Oh, that's the one we watched the first episode Mm. for. To practice this podcast. Yeah, so he, um, he, like, it gets to the final two and um, he proposes to one of them. Who were the final two? Uh, I don't even remember their names. Oh, what do they look like? Did oh, your cute little Lauren pixie? and Becca. Oh, they were like 16 Laurens, weren't they? Yeah, one of the Laurens and Becca. Yeah. So he proposes <laughs> to Becca and then you're like, oh, and then you've got like the American Osha. It's just like, oh, that's not – because they have like a – sort of like a live studio audience for the finale and he's like but that's not all and then it's like him discovering that he was actually in love with Lauren and so then he goes to break up with Becca but he takes a camera crew 
and it's like goes for nearly an hour and it's unedited footage of him breaking up with her for Lauren and they aired the whole thing on TV. Does he tell her he's breaking up with her for Lauren? He literally says something like, I feel like, and they're engaged, right? They're engaged at this point. He's like, I feel like the more we hang out, like it just, it just diminishes the chance that I'll be able to patch things up with Lauren. And she's like, huh? Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of the plan. (laughs) We were going to progress our relationship (laughs) and you were going to get rid of that one. Yeah, he's just, he's like, you're really hindering it for me. Um, Anyway, and it's like fucking brutal. And he doesn't leave. Like, he keeps going back to her and she's like, can you just leave? And it's like very clearly, he's just like, have you ever been, have you ever had someone upset you? And then they just sort of sit there staring at you while you're upset and like, they just he very clearly wanted her to be like it's okay you have to follow your heart thank you for telling me but she's like I just want you to leave please leave and then he just sits there with like a sullen look on his face staring at her because he wants forgive he wants to be like he wants some closure he wants her to be like it's okay it's It's not okay you don't do that to somebody yeah and she's like you want me to hug I'm not gonna hug you goodbye like please just leave and then he just like keeps just sitting there and like following her around the house and she's like trying to walk away there's cameras everywhere she's trying to pack her bags it's like a hotel and he's like no no you don't don't pack I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave but then just stands there staring at her crying and she like goes and locks herself in the bathroom how many days after the finale is this it was like a month and a half a month and a half after it was filmed yeah not after it it hadn't aired yet so this was a month after the a month and a half of them just hanging out, like just being in love. They've had a relationship, so he's fucked her enough. He's done with her. Yeah, he's, he's like, well, I think I was Lauren. actually in love with Lauren. Crazy! I can't believe they filmed it. That's horrible. And then they interview some of the bachelorette, some of the other contestants, and they're like, "I understand why he had to film it. I'm glad that we all saw it." And I'm like, "What the fuck? He if didn't have to film that at all. Been engaged to someone for a month and a half. Don't film." You're you break breaking up, up with him. <laughs> anyway, she's a bachelorette now, so she's fine. But fucking brutal. And then he was like the most hated man in America. And it reminded me of Blake Garvey because that's basically what he did, except he didn't film it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in that way, he's better. So let's all give Blake Garvey a break, okay? Hey, Blake Garvey. Um, Taz is just walking you past having a sneeze. Tazo, 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 Oh my god, he's such a prince. He is. He's, uh, unfortunately, he does remind me of the honey badger, but no, it's because of that drawing I did. He is a bit emotionally distant. <laughs> Often, I like try to hug him, and then he walks a meter away and sits down. <laughs> and I'm like, ouch! <laughs> I'm just trying to show you emotion. <laughs> um. Anyway, oi, what are you doing? He likes to nudge things with his nose. You've got a cute little nose on you, don't you? You've got a cute little nose on you. This is great content. Anyway, we get we get to the car. Um, Obviously, Brittany's sitting in the car and she's like, wait, so we picked no one. Did I get that right? And I'm like, oh, my God, we're breaking format. I'm losing my mind here. I'm like, this is actually new. Like, this is something that's different. I was so excited. Yeah. Um, Also excited because, like, Honey Badger didn't ruin any of these women's lives by being with them. I was like, <laughs> this is truly a happy ending. Um, And then... She's like, I got to see Sophie. Does Sophie know? And they're like, no, Sophie doesn't know. She's like, I got to go see her. <laughs> and then, yeah, she like goes in and um, and she's like, hey, Sophie. And Sophie's like, you look beautiful. Like clearly still thinks Brittany won. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be so weird if then Brittany was now coming to say, hey. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Sophie didn't know. They just told Sophie that there was a visitor, and they were like, "Do you want to see? Do you want to see the visitor?" And she was like, "Oh, fuck! Just got broken up with." <laughs> but who's this? She thought it was the honey badger, maybe. Yeah, coming, coming to like to explain his to give her a bit more of an answer. Yeah. Rather than, I can't commit to you right now. Bye. <laughs> Uru. <laughs> and then, yeah, Brittany's just like, uh, he didn't pick me either. <laughs> and then Sophie's face. She's just shocked. She's shocked Are you fucking kidding confused. me? She's <laughs> incredulous. Um, and it was like, honestly, just them. Yeah, that's what she says. Are you fucking kidding? Like, yeah. are you joking? Are you fucking joking? Yeah. Oh, uh, he picked no one. Like it's, oh, uh, it's so. Oh, it's so funny. What did Britney say? Yeah, she's like, what a giant waste of time that was. Yeah. <laughs> and all of Australia was like, yep. <laughs> I hated her. I mean, lots of people on the internet are like, don't be mean to the honey badger. Like he, it's good that he didn't pick somebody if he didn't feel it. But I'm also like. Yeah, but he didn't open it. He didn't give himself the chance to feel anything. Like, and yes, I'm aware it's a reality TV show <laughs> and like a lot of it is fake. I still feel like under that pressure, if you like were willing to open up to people like with that pressure on you, you would probably feel something. Whether or not those feelings would be real in the real world is a different story. Yeah. But he didn't try at all. And then was like, it's no, just, it's not right for me. It's like, no, D- you are not respecting any of these women by giving them the chance, like by talking to them. Like, I think yeah. he thinks that they were all on it for publicity because he was on it for publicity. I think he was 100% on it for publicity. He says to Brittany, you're perfect for me. You're the perfect girl. You have everything I want. I don't think our timelines are right. Brittany yeah. wants to settle down. Yeah. So how are your timelines not right? Do you not want to settle down? Like, I feel like he says several times throughout this episode, I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship. Yeah. And it's like, why are you on the show? It had to be for publicity. Yeah. Because he said constantly in earlier episodes, he was like, I'm ready to settle down. And Brittany especially, they both wanted to, like, go start a family in Byron, Byron Bay. Bay. <laughs> at the, like, And it was like, okay, well, you seem to want to do the same thing at the same time. But suddenly when it actually comes down to it, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm not ready. Which is like so many men. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. If he... if Mark he, will not commit to me. Just kidding. <laughs> you got a dog. <laughs> he's so... He's so... He's so committable. Maybe have I... I feel like I've said this on the pod that he was like, if we had a baby right now, I reckon we could do it. <laughs> have I told you that? No. Yeah. He's like, I reckon. We you wouldn't know, if kill he got it. pregnant... All right, and this is a couple of years ago. Well, he's like, I reckon we could do it, and I was like, What the fuck? He no! he loves kids though, doesn't he? He's like obsessed with them. Oh, we both we both love kids, okay, but yeah. like, I just it's one of the like, I'm like the the bottom half of your body isn't like getting exploded. Like, yeah, and that it literally is getting exploded. Apart from like just that, it's like. Right, like, because he has a job, I think because he's a guy, like, and his job is not something that he can just, like, take a bunch of time off from. Yeah. I think it's just not something that guys think about as much, just being, like, the amount of, because they can just, like, on average, like, guys don't really take that much time time off of work. And I was just like, what the fuck? I was reading some statistic statistic that was, like, when, um, when women have a baby, their career plateaus 
But when men have a baby, their career actually like shoots up. Oh no. Obviously this is in like the corporate world and like businesses and stuff. Because um, they want to spend less time at home with the crying baby. Well, no, because it's like you have a family. Oh, you got to provide. You got to provide. Oh yeah, we should give them the promotion. But it's like with women, it's like you're not very committed to your job if you have a kid. <laughs> if you've gone and have a kid. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, it makes sense that guys are just like... <laughs> could do it all right <laughs> but then recently my niece and nephew were over for a few hours and then they left and he was like oh no no can't do uh-uh. no i love them so much but how exhausting oh i can't deal i don't think i can have children i'm gonna i'm gonna get i'm gonna get some you're gonna get some one day at the shop hmm mm. mm. yeah i love babies love babies so fucking much love babies love dogs Love cats. Yeah, I like dogs. I am not a fan of children. Okay. Well. I mean, I'm sure your nieces and nephews and your future babies will be nice. Yeah. And good. I mean, yeah. I'm still working on my youngest nibbling, which is the gender neutral term for niece and nephew, by the way. How oh, okay. That? Nibbling. My nibbling. <laughs> That's cute. Um, it's not even like, even if you're anti-PC, you can't argue against <laughs> it because it's so cute. It is cute. <laughs> uh, I'm still working on him because often I like try to give him a hug or a kiss and he just like puts his hand on me and pushes me away. <laughs> so you're trying to push through boundaries no i'm trying to work through boundaries <laughs> obviously i'm not going to push past uh but he's um he really only cares about my sister he's just obsessed with her for some reason to his mum or yeah oh well i mean that makes sense i thought you meant the other sister and i was like that's funny because that would make you so annoyed. oh the other auntie yeah no he just loves um melanie so much which is <laughs> extremely rude and he loves the dog as well like whenever the dog like was that the border collie from your birthday was it like a border collie or you mean no no it's a labrador named lucky oh okay um and literally whenever lucky like barks this kid just like cracks up laughing (laughs) and i'm like that's not funny (laughs) you idiot um get a sense of humor just kidding george love you i'm sure he's listening to this when he's like 15 um so anyway I freaking loved seeing Sophie and Brittany just sitting there being like, what the fuck just happened? I liked it because we finally got to see them more be themselves. I mean, Brittany still had like a veneer of like, the cameras are still here. But Sophie was more like, get the fucking wine. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) And it just would have been so nice. Like even in times of like grief, if you can call it that, you can still have like... It can still be a really, like, cathartic and bonding experience. Yeah. Like, I remember at a funeral, like, having, like, a nice time. But it was, like, closure and, like, being with, like, family and stuff like that. It was actually, like, quite a relief and quite nice. And, like, we were even, like, laughing and having fun. Yeah. Um. So this is the same as that. <laughs> and on that level. No, but it would have just been nice. I remember I had um, a friend and... Um, she it was like this whole dramatic thing this this guy had sort of um oh, I don't know how many details I can provide here but basically she was in a secret relationship with a guy he'd convinced her not to tell anyone about it including me even though we were super close um anyway she told me about it after she broke up with him because she was like after ages he wouldn't like commit wait no I'm gonna restart this story okay um because I don't want to give out too many details <laughs> 
I had a friend who okay. like was in a relationship and then she found out that he was in another relationship and then a third relationship. He had three relationships what? going at the same time. And like then like they found out and it was like hearing them talk on the phone and it was like so tense. But then after that they actually had like the kind of like a little sisterhood of like just talking about what a piece of shit that guy was and they weren't I don't think they were like real friends. Yeah. Because it was like still weird, but it was like it's it would be really cathartic to go through that with someone who knows exactly like what, you're what you with. know and like yeah. how and finding you like feel. The little things that he did that you thought were like, oh, that's weird or like, oh, that's a thing and then he does it to all of you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. This is okay, – I have to tell a story. So um, that, that fuck boy – that I was, who I love to talk about all the time. Yes. <laughs> I'm not over it. Um, I, so there was like this girl that I was friends with who um, we all knew each other and um, we went on a holiday. Um, I went on a holiday with a group of people. She was one of them. And it was just after all that had happened, I was still a bit hurt and I was just like telling her and this other girl about it. And they were like really nice about it and stuff and listened to me. And even then she's like, yeah, I can see like hooking up with him, but I can't see having a relationship with him. I'm like, weird of you to say that you would see yourself hooking up with him <laughs> to me yeah. now, but okay, whatever. Anyway, and then um, there was like, because we all worked together, there was a staff party and then I asked my friend what happened at it because I couldn't go and she was like, oh yeah, possibly these two hooked up and I was just like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> and I was like, it's not my business, but I'm still hurt. Yeah. Um, and then I was working, I was at a cinema, I was working behind a candy bar. So I was like literally stuck there and she just came up to me and she's like, Hey, I have to tell you, I kissed him. Um, I'm so sorry. Nothing else is going to happen. Um, but I just had to tell you, I'm really sorry. And I was like, uh, that's okay. You don't have to tell me that. Like, it's not my business. And like, this is weird now. Cause like I opened up to you about how he hurt me. And it's like, oh, I feel really weird. I was like, that's okay. Like, you don't have to promise that you won't see him again. She's like, no, I know, but I'm just telling you like nothing else is going to happen. And then okay, and then they got into a relationship with each other. We were like, we weren't like super best friends or anything, but we were pretty close at that point. And so then like we just completely drifted because like we just didn't talk to each other. It was really awkward. And she didn't talk to me because I guess she felt guilty because she kept making these promises that I didn't ask her to make. (laughs) And then um, yeah, she just didn't talk to me. She had her twenty first birthday. She didn't invite me. She invited people that like she wasn't as close to obviously because he was going to be there and it was just going to be awkward as fuck like I understand why she didn't invite me but I was also like this is so much stuff that's happening to me as I'm just like standing here minding my own business yeah and then um I was like whatever we're not friends anymore that's fine and then I saw her like a year later she was really drunk and she came up to me and she's like man he's such an asshole like he hurt us and I was like what I was like what's happening (laughs) and she's like how what happened to you are you okay how did you deal with it and I was like oh well you know it's quite a while ago now because it had been like two years at this point I was like I mean like I'm fine like I was like um I think maybe it had been it must have been a year and a half or something and I was like oh well you know I got a pretty good like stand-up bit out of it um so I feel okay and she's like he hurt me so much and then like other people were like oh what's the stand-up bit so then I told this story like it's um I'm sure you heard it a thousand times but it's like <laughs> this bit about how he came to my house he was on MDMA and like he couldn't get an erection um and uh yeah he was just like a he was like his friend was like epileptic but didn't have his medication on him but he's like can he crash on your couch and then his friend was like if I have an epileptic fit please don't call the ambulance 
because he thought he was going to get in trouble for being on drugs or something like that. And he's like never taken MDMA before and he didn't have his medication on him. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so this guy was a real piece of shit. But it was a very good stand-up bit. And I was like, I don't care because I got that out of it. And then when I got to the part, the end of the bit where I like, because I was telling them the bit. When I got to the part where I said that we were trying to have sex but he couldn't get an erection, that girl then like walked away upset at the thought of like him and me having sex even though it happened before they yeah they were together and the thing is apparently they'd been together for like a year and then but he'd been like she'd been overseas on like exchange but they were still together and then two days before she got back he was like oh we have to break up because I've met someone else and I'm in a new relationship Oh my god, what a piece of shit. So I thought I'd been hurt by him, but yeah. I like had like I'd gotten nothing compared to this girl. And so that happened at like December and this was August the next year and she was still like getting drunk and like talking about him constantly. Oh, I was no. just like Jesus Christ, but it was still pretty funny her getting upset at the thought of me and him <laughs> hooking up and I was like It's like uh he couldn't get an erection. <laughs> Like, seriously. Yeah, we did not hook up. (laughs) But it was just so funny that she was upset at the thought when I'm like, you've done so much, like, you blocked me out of your life because you felt guilty about hooking up with this guy. Jesus. (laughs) It was so dramatic. And I'm just sitting there like, I mean, yeah, I guess I didn't get very hurt in this process. (laughs) Yeah, well, she, she shouldn't have gotten into a, I mean, you don't know, but like, she that sounds like a bad relationship from the start yeah yeah <laughs> he's just a fucking idiot but it was just it was oh god it was so funny it shouldn't be funny because she's she was hurt but it was like funny that all this stuff was just happened just kept happening while I just like sort of stood there and then she keeps coming up to me at intervals being like I'm so sorry and then being like he hurt us both <laughs> let's bond over it's it like, you and also like, hurt me but you haven't talked to me in a year and a half because of this anyway Annoying. um that's a fun story but I think that's what she was trying to do this same thing with me but obviously didn't work because I was well past it at that point yeah um and obviously clearly didn't experience anything as bad as what she did in the end poor lady poor Um, girl but this is really fun to watch I think watching them it ending with two girls just like sitting on a couch being like god men are so dumb yeah much better Oh, it was, I was just like, oh, what a breath of fresh air. Like, to just watch just two women talking. <laughs> Not about a man. I mean, they are talking about a man, I suppose, but... That's funny. The Bachelor the bachelor with so many women does not pass the Bechdel test. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it was just... Oh, it was so nice. How refreshing. And I was like, they should do this every time on The Bachelor. Just, like, just be women. And I was like, oh, they should just do a different show yeah (laughs) yeah what we'll just have it's just called chats with the girls (laughs) yes it's just women chatting but all boy talk off limits yeah can't talk about boys oh you can talk about how much you uh get annoyed by them you just can't oh yeah you just keep away from relationship chatter so that it passes the Bechdel test you can still no you're still not allowed to talk about a man really even if it's like what a fucking cunt yeah, that's still you're still talking about a man. The Bechdel test is two women who both have names talking to each other about something that isn't a man. Naomi, like, our podcast doesn't pass the Bechdel test. 
But we talk about the women a lot. We do talk about the women a lot. We also talk about Tarzo. Oh, God, he's, he's a, a man. man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have balls. You got them t- cut so out. He doesn't have the toxic Naomi testosterone. Naomi got them cut out. <laughs> he got them cut out before we met, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, don't look at me like that, Tarzo. <laughs> he's staring at me. I'm not who I was. Um, I... Ooh. All right, should we look at... Uh, Wrapping this up. Why did you mime? I don't know because I was like, and then I started miming and I was like, maybe she won't get what that means. <laughs> um, well, I think so. We thought that um, the interview with the honey badger and the girls is going to be out by now. Yeah. Because um, we're recording this on the Friday. But no, it's on Sunday project. Yeah. So. We'll um, discuss it in the Bachelorette season of Bitch Pitch Pod. Yeah. Because I'm sure we won't have much to talk about with Ali. Definitely um, not. And what? Um, oh yeah, we did watch. We did watch a little interview with, um, uh, Brit and Sophie on the Kyle and Jackie O show. Fuck, I hate Kyle Sanderland so much. Yeah, he was asking so many questions about who had rooted who. Yeah, and made just rooting rooting jokes constantly. Rooting. Oh, you're in there for four months? That's four periods. That's yeah. how men think in periods. Yeah, they said that's no, how... it's not. That's how men measure time. I've never heard that ever. <laughs> They're all getting together at their boy clubs and being like, how many periods? <laughs> Christmas is Since four periods away for you. Hmm. <laughs> it's five periods away for me. <laughs> Infrequent. That's actually that's quite feminist if they are being like I do remember where where that is. No, nah, they're just thinking about when they bloody can't get their end in. Well, if they're not fucking me on my period, they're not fucking me when I'm not on my period. Yes, queen <laughs> feminism. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I I'm gonna make that into like a Marilyn Monroe esque quote. <laughs> Put it on a throw pillow. If you can't handle me on my period, you don't deserve me if when I'm not on my period. Dick me on my period. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they you can tell they're still a little bit Danielle's just packing her bag. Sorry, can I sorry, while we're talking about Marilyn Monroe, I found the best thing ever this week, which is Marilyn Monroe like you know how like there's like it's like you think of a few Marilyn M- Monroe quotes or whatever. Um she has the worst quotes in the whole world. Like, honestly, the worst quotes. I'm going to read you some of her quotes <laughs> because I've been well, obsessed. Like, not that there's anything to, like, I don't think we should disrespect people based on, like, if they had issues or not. But she was basically the Lindsay Lohan of whatever <laughs> era she was in. Like, she had, like, drug issues. She, anyway. Like, it's weird that she's put up as this, like, the ideal woman. <laughs> This quote, it sounds like something I would say. Dogs never bite me, just humans. <laughs> That's a Marilyn Monroe quote. <laughs> That's you trying to tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I like, um, oh, this is very feminist. A sex symbol becomes a thing. I hate being a thing. But it's also saying, mm. yeah, I'm a sex symbol. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh <laughs> these are all stupid. <laughs> it's not true I had nothing on. I had the radio on. <laughs> it's like a dad joke. Oh god. But what are these 
I feel like some of these require context. I don't mind making jokes, but I don't want to look like one. Mm, amen. <laughs> I've been on a calendar, but never on time. Oh, God. <laughs> Ever notice that what the... Ever notice that what the hell is always the right decision? Do you get that? What if you're like, oh, what the hell? Like that? Is that what that means? Yeah, but is always the right decision. Oh, when you oh, say when that? you're just like, what the hell? Okay, I get it now. I, I don't know if that's right. I'm really reaching for that to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. It's so bad. I wrote it into my Fresh Blood series, which is still on iView, um, but... Again, the pilot is much better, so please don't, um, please don't watch it and be like, "This will be the caliber of the pilot." Um, <laughs> maybe don't even watch the first episode. Um, anyway, yeah, we put that into it because it's like, how bad are you that you need to say that? You need to work on your issues. If people can't handle being around you, what are you like? Really mad? Really like? Like you, you sound fucking psycho. I'll fucking kill you, Gary! You fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Like, whoa. <laughs> but to be fair, it was a different time. It was probably like, I'm too tired to do the dishes. And it's yeah. like, no. <laughs> this is another Marilyn Monroe quote. I read poetry to save time. Are poems just shorter than books? Maybe. Is that but what she means? Not if you buy a tome of poetry. Well, she didn't save to read tomes. I read poetry to save time. What do you? But you could read other things that are still the same. You can read a bit of a book. Read a tweet. Yeah, exactly. God, don't you know about tweets, Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Still just scrolling through. Oh, yeah. What a icon. I don't know who invented high heels, but all women owe him a lot. What does that mean? Uh, it means a man invented high heels and all women owe him a lot because we look hot in high heels. And we get things when we wear them. Oh, my God. And that's why you and I have never worn them in four years. In the words of Amanda Bynes in She's the Man, a man invented high heels to make make women's legs look longer and to make it harder for them to run away. Didn't you know men wore high heels before women? Yeah, but I was just doing an Amanda Bynes quote. So it was a bit, you Um. know, I wasn't trying to spark a serious discussion. (laughs) 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 but also yes and then they were like ah this sucks let's make the women do it (laughs) i think nick read this and this is his take on how to be the bachelor it's Mm -hmm. the real lover is the man who can thrill you by kissing your forehead or smiling into your eyes or just staring into space because that's all nick liked to do oh god People who idolise it, like people who want that kind of love where, you know, you look away and they're just like looking at you mesmerised. Like, I fucking hate that. Talk to me. I feel like you're idealising me a little bit if you're just like mesmerised by looking at my face. Like, like, I've definitely had that happen and I've been like a bit like, sure, everyone's like, oh, get a man who looks at you the way whoever looks at whoever like this. Like, I think in the movie Tangled, it's like the way he looks at her. But then, like, when it happens in real life, it's, like, so uncomfortable. I'm usually like, what's up? (laughs) Do you need something? (laughs) Also, if you're at home alone or if you're at home, just at home with them, you're probably not (laughs) done yourself up (laughs) so much. You're like, 
I'm yeah, but lying in like, a weird position and I got my hair all knotted. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like even like this, so beautiful. No. Like, uh, I've been farting a lot. <laughs> Can I keep watching The Handmaid's <laughs> Tale? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> um, anyway, we will talk about um, – obviously Nick Cummins is only doing one interview um, with Lisa Wilkinson on Sunday Project, um, which will have come out um, by the time this podcast comes out. But we haven't seen it yet, so we're going to watch that, watch the interviews with Brooke, Cass, Sophie and Britt as yep. well. Very interested to see it, how all that plays out, but I'm sure we'll get a bunch of bullshit non-answers anyway. Oh, yeah. it'll all, Nothing Nick will say will make any sense whatsoever at all. Or surprise us. I no. just want to hear four men, like, bitch about him because it does remind me a bit of, like, when all the women sort of team up. It reminds me of Blake Garvey's season when he Did broke up with him? one. That's fine. Um, for the for another one. Oh. Yeah, so the top top two were just like, what the fuck? Idiots. Um, Idiots. Yeah, Tazo gets it. What's he looking for? Tazo, what looking are you doing? For something. Okay, let's wrap this Look up. Look at me. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Danielle, do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? Oh, yeah, sorry. If anybody's going to be in Sydney, if we have any Sydney listeners, I'm going to be in Sydney for the, I think, 26th and 27th of October performing at Yak at the Giant Dwarf with my award-winning solo show bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I hate you. (laughs) Uh, No, it's actually a really good show. I saw it um, and had a great time. I loved it. Thank you. thought the drawings were really good. There's some drawings in there. Thank you. It was a fun Um, time. And, again, award-winning, so don't take my (laughs) word for it. Take (laughs) Melbourne Comedy Festival's word for it. loved it too uh what else leave us or we should check we haven't read to see if there's any reviews fuck tazo fuck why are you upset uh because we forgot to do it and it's nelly at the end well there's no new ones anyway (laughs) okay hooray uh no new reviews so nothing for us to read out um so you could have gotten a good another five minutes of content out of us riffing over a um review but now you don't so it's your own fault should have oh wait were we supposed to do blonde matthew's questions yes yes but they're now i'm they're pretty old now okay uh, if you and Danielle were in charge of the show, what group date slash activity would you concoct to create the most drama? Oh, pottery class. Or like a ghost? Yeah, he's got to do that with all the girls and all the other girls have to watch as he does it with everyone. Oh, just one by one? Yeah, one by <laughs> one they've got to do the ghost scene. Well, they're all there. <laughs> and they're facing the group as a whole while they're reenacting the scene. Yeah. Um, I think... Probably, um, like, maybe a some sort of ranking thing. <laughs> Hot to not. <laughs> yeah, like, rank. They did do one thing where they were, like, stand, like, in order from most to least, and then they rattled off a bunch of traits. <coughs> and it's, like, you have to be honest. And then, like, some, it was, like, most honest, most... Um, you know, congenial, and then there were a couple of girls who, like, always stood at the top, even <laughs> though they clearly weren't. Like, they were just like, fuck you. But I would probably, like, a guessing game where you had to guess who would go home next. Yeah. Something like that. This is to concoct the most drama. It wouldn't be very nice, obviously. 
um or maybe like a game of like strip poker or something they'd love that yeah the producers you mean yeah yeah um and there's another one what single date would you organize to promote a better connection between the bachelor and a contestant Mm. (laughs) i just lock them in a room yeah with those questions oh my god the the relationship questions (laughs) no then it becomes a thing I just no, but the girl has to ask him the questions. Oh, yeah. It's not her answering the questions. It's her getting answers from him. They're both answering the questions yeah. so that they can bond over the answer. Yeah. And like an actual lie detector. So if he lies, it just goes meh and he has to yeah. the try man, again. That creepy man walks in. He's like, <laughs> Nick, say it again. <laughs> Give us the right answer this time. Yeah, I wish he'd analysed him. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I think just lock them in a room, kind of like Big Brother style. Just lock them in a room with nothing else. Like, just a, just a room with like a couch or something like that. Yeah. And they just have to stay there for like a day. Just force them to actually connect, I reckon. Yeah. Forceful connection, that's, um. Make them actually talk because they have nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. Send them insane. That good. Is there any other question? No, okay. that's all. Oh, perfect. Done. We've answered the questions, Blonde Matthew. Tick. So we've finished We finished The Bachelor. That's it. We're done. Are you proud of yourself? Yes, I'm proud. I'm delirious. But yeah, I'm same. Proud. I'm excited. We'll, we'll touch on the interviews and the outcome of that. But ultimately, I think this was a very boring season. Yes. With a good last 10 minutes. Um. And everyone is roasting The Bachelor. And I knew it was going to happen eventually. I'm really glad that everyone's turned on him. Good. He deserves to be turned on. Yeah. Don't go on a show to find a life partner if you're not ready to settle down. That's the takeaway. (laughs) You idiot. You can't. Danielle's not paying attention. Sorry, she was... just keeps bopping Tazo on the nose <laughs> and he's like, fuck off. He's not. He loves it. <laughs> okay, let's go because my tram is in six minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, as we always say here on the podcast, bye. bye. We're always saying goodbye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.